Blog Talk Radio. Oh. All power to oppressed people. African power to an African people and black power. It's your brother, Chairman Yang and Kumo, People's Black Panther Party for Self-Determination. And I have with me today, uh, co-hosting with me today, our National Director of Operations, Sister Seppel. What's going on, Sister Seppel? Greetings, greetings. Uh, excited about this topic. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a necessary topic. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I hope we can still be friends and uh, party members afterwards. You know? <laughs> Preferably. You know what I'm saying? No, no, but just, hey, this is the necessity for the topic. This is the reason for the topic because not just uh, do you and I have some views that are opposing or different, but just a lot of people I talk to have mm-hmm. uh, different various views. And here's the funny part about it. It's not just, you know, usually there's A or B. In the various mm-hmm. views, there's A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Yeah. So what we're talking about, listeners, is the protest. Do we still, is the protest still on point? Is it still, uh, what I would say, pack the punch? Does it still contain the necessary message to render the necessary or the desired repercussion. The whole thing. So basically what I said is when I said all of that, do we still control the protest? Is the protest still about the mistreatment and injustice that black people face in America? You know, I, I see the, I watch the news, you know, I see the coverage. And one thing I tell you is that this man, this state, this system, this devil, I refer to him as, is a master of propaganda. And one thing that he's certain to do is to put the people on there uh, that will spin the message in the direction that he wants the message to go. And the direction that I hear the message going is a message of human rights violations, which is true. But the key element of the human rights violation is, is being missed, and that is that the human rights of black people specifically, that black people in America are being targeted. You know what I'm saying? That we are more likely to be subjected to that type of treatment, brutality, and even the murder at hands of police than any people. And so while it is a human rights violation, we're saying that, hey, don't forget what people uh, that this is whose rights are predominantly being violated. Uh, so I see a lot of that. I see a lot of the petty bourgeoisie taking over. And what I mean by the petty bourgeoisie, those black people amongst us who have a vested interest in the state, that they don't want revolution. They don't want a change in the current system, but they're satisfied with reform. If they get police reform, these are the people that are satisfied with a um, with an indictment and a charge, you know what I'm saying, with even maybe even a conviction, but not the trial. You know, these are the people that they can slip, like, the, for instance, George Floyd's murderer. The brother that the police officer that killed the brother George Floyd is being charged with, I believe, what second degree murder. Correct. Second, second degree. I think that's like some unintentional murder. I didn't, but I did mean it. It's less than first degree. Let's just say that. So mm-hmm. we have these people out here who are telling us to be satisfied. The status quo Negro, I like to call it, who are telling us to be satisfied. Who are saying, okay, you know, uh, we are getting reforms. The protest has turned peaceful, which is cool. I don't have a problem with that aspect of it. But when you take away the threat of it turning other than peaceful, you take away a lot of the power of mass gatherings, anger, 
uh, and just mass eruption. So my thing is, brothers and sisters out there listening, you know, and, and we're going to go to seven. Do we still control the protest, and does it still pack the same punch and have the same message that we intended? What do you think? Okay. You asked, and so I have to say, okay? <laughs> yes. And, and this I want to I want to just say that you know I've done a I've done a number of I've had a number of conversations about the protest about the riots about the violence about I've you know we've done this and it was never easy to talk about it it was never easy dealing with this because you're right there are so many different aspects of this um, I would dare to ask. Were black people ever in control of the protest, you know? Um, So to answer your question, no, they're not. I don't think they ever were. Uh, There were a lot of people. um, We still don't know who was, quote, unquote, sponsoring. That information is coming out now. But in the very beginning, they're like, oh, I'm going here, I'm going there. I'm like, well, who's putting it on? Oh, I don't know. I said, then what are you doing? Then where are you going? Then yeah. where's the objective? Where's the agenda? You know, there was never an end game agenda announced. There were never demands announced. So yeah, they threw you penny. They they threw you a second degree because you never stated I want I want full murder charges. You know, and so that was not an overall rallying. You know what I'm saying? And so the answer, I believe, if you ask me and you did, the answer is no. Um, mm-hmm. I I believe that my brothers and sisters were manipulated and whipped into an emotional frenzy. And I was there, okay? So mm-hmm. don't think that there's a there's not a problem with this, okay? Mm-hmm. I was right there. I was emotional. I, I'm, I'm one of the mothers that just had her whole spirit turned upside down at the idea that this man's last words were cry out for his mother. You know what I'm saying? And then I heard my own children calling out mother. And I was, it, it really, I think the right. women took this mad personal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they should Yeah. But to say, were we leading it? No, we weren't. But, you know, isn't that what it, at the end, you know, really, isn't that what it's all about? Okay, you know, I agree with you. Here's my indictment towards the revolutionary and the revolutionary minded and the like. My indictment towards them is this. Uh, we, I don't, I, the spontaneity it's supposed to happen, I, I think. I think the masses eventually get tired of the conditions that they live in, and they explode. You know, revolution is spontaneous, the beginning of it. It's about the seed. It's about a spark. The revolutionary should fan the spark, should take control of the situation. Our inability, our unwillingness to work together, a lack of organization, allowed a gap. And other people yeah. came in and, and, and filled the gap. Absolutely. What happened was a righteous explosion. And so I feel like the state knew it was a righteous explosion. There was no way to quiet that. There's no way to quell it. You can't put the damper on that. It's right there on television. 
the crazy disrespect for black life. You know what I'm saying? The blatant disregard, the joyful glee in this devil's eyes at destroying and killing and murdering a black man. And I dare say, not just at that, but go so far as to say that even uh, being a voyeur about it, even having an audience, I think just really, you know, fueled something in him. The look in his eyes, man, is complete insanity. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Anyway, so when you know that you can't stop the tide, you try to direct it. You build a levy. So you start to interject these people, these celebrities, uh, these, you know, status quo Negroes in our community. And what I mean by that, not all so-called status quo Negroes, are, even if they're petty bourgeoisie, I don't think a lot of it is by choice. I think a lot of it is just by unconscious lifestyle choices, you know what I'm saying, and decisions that they're faced with. So, but none, nonetheless, they're people of influence in our community. And when you have people influence in your community, they do just that. They influence people. And so they're paraded in front of us. They tell us about the shops and the things of this. And a lot of what they're saying have some truths in them. It's just the problem is the long, their long-term uh, goal or their real motive behind what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? You're thinking, okay, yeah, these are people that are going to show us a solution. They're like, quit tearing this shit up because a lot of us are business owners. A lot of us are reformists. A lot of us have other vested interests, not just about put it on hold right now. We let them know that, you know, the potential for uncontrolled madness is there. So they're willing to come to the table. So put that on hold for now and let's see what they're talking about. No, put that on hold because we're really bought into the system. So I, I say that that's uh, a failure of the revolutionary to exploit that. But I never in the beginning think that the masses know what's happening. They know that they're angry. Correct. You know, I think that I think that that has to be explained. But what I was just disappointed about is for all our social media people out there that we allowed and have allowed other people not only to put a spin on it, but to be so uh, influential in it. That's the only word I can come up with. You know, mm-hmm. to be so influential in the movement to actually, I feel like, take the oomph out of it. Really, like, derail it and turn it into something other than. Well, you know, to me, what I've seen, that's a tactic. Mm-hmm. And this is what America does, is they try to shut out information, shut out information, and then once it gets beyond their control and they can't stop the shutout, they flood us with information. You know, so one minute with Corona, yeah. we didn't hear anything about Corona. Right. And then turn around, every other person was an expert on viruses. We had doctors and nurses coming out. You got to say that. Right. We had this and had that. And so it was like an overflow of information. And so, and then at that point, it was so much information that we couldn't really process what was right, what was wrong. Remember, before, right before Corona, the 5G was coming out, killing everybody, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, um, you know what happens is, and this is their tactic, when it's small, they try, to, they try to manipulate it and hold it down so it can't be heard, can't be found. Right. Once it's getting out there, then they flood it with everything. And mm-hmm. so now we have all of these, and, and it's kind of interesting when you brought this topic up. Um, I was on 
Facebook, the, the official news, not news, whatever, and uh, there was um, a brother who was complaining about um, there was a, a homosexual male speaking about the revolution, speaking about his own personal revolution, um, Gay Lives Matter and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, this brother was like, look, that is not black men. That's not the. That's not black. This black movement. That's not police brutality. You're mixing your apples in with my oranges, and you're trying to call this a fruit salad. And I'm not saying it's a fruit salad. Right. I'm saying exactly. this is a not problem <laughs> with, police, with police brutality and unfair treatment and unjust treatment within the justice system of African Americans in America. So right. this movement has a very, very clear point. This is why they keep pulling Kaepernick in and, and why I'm okay with them pulling Kaepernick in because Kaepernick, this was his point. Their police brutality. That was all he said. He didn't say nothing about this, nothing about the military. Right. He exactly. all that. This was the one point. You know what I'm saying? And so I think when you do start mixing apples, bananas, grapes, strawberries, all the other stuff into your fruit salad, it's not an orange bunch anymore. It's now a fruit salad. It's not what it originally was. And we have done that, you know. And on one hand, I'm amazed at all the international protests and Mm. this, that. But guess what? Those people are still protesting their rights. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. They have their and, own agendas in there. You know? And, and so, go ahead, it's go good. Ahead. I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry for interrupting. I just want to interject real quick, and I'll go, go back. Don't forget to say they have their own agenda. And also, their state has an agenda. Here's an opportunity yes. to exploit a weakness of America, America's race problem. I've been yes. saying this about, you know, us as a black man. Malcolm put us up on this is how we looked at internationally. And so I do, that's why I say, I love the analogy of the fruit salad. You know what I'm saying? Because that's exactly what's happening. And every a fruit salad is delicious. Human rights yeah. are violent. That, that's a valid point. Your, our yeah. human rights are being violated. Although, you know, that the whole homosexual struggle, I agree yeah. with what the uh, gentleman was saying about him, into, you know, mixing that in with our struggle. But, yo, listen. Yeah. I'm not telling you don't have your struggle. I'm not telling you do have your struggle. I'm not addressing that. What I'm saying is, do you feel the pain of being a black male? Whether you're homosexual or not, you're still a black male, right? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel the pain of that? If you feel the pain of that, then get aboard with this. Yeah. You know, and that's what we're, you know, and that's what we're saying. But they have clearly, they clearly want to keep women up because it is a real issue. Not only does it affect, like we talked about internationally, and I'm going to go back to you. Not only does it affect them nationally, and they have to address their national policing policies, but it affects their uh, foreign policies. You can't very well deal with people of color and minority people, and specifically black people, you know what I'm saying, and turn around and try to be this, present yourself as this, you know, great libertarian and all about this world thing and have an issue like that. And let me tell you, these people have a problem with Trump in the world. So they're definitely like, look, yeah, yeah, he's, he's racist. The administration race, look how they treat their own, you know. Mm-hmm. But you were saying they I have an agenda. That All of that is agenda. Yeah. All of that is agenda. Whether I'm trying to point out how poor this president is, whether I'm trying to point out how um, 
you know, how twisted their government is and their policies mm-hmm. are, you know, what, no matter what it is, it's an agenda. Right. And there are so many agendas. We talk about, you know, our, our chief of staff, War, has a show every month. And, and every now and again, you can catch him. He, he and his crew come out, and they speak about, you know, all the laws of my yacht. They, they're speaking about this policy, this principle. That, I mean, they mm. get it in. And, and a lot of what they're getting in is the multitude of social traumas and dramas that they have. You know, mm. Big Mama's house, we, we come on at once a month talking about all the problems socially. There are lots of problems that we can be talking about. But right. I think we dilute the issue when we say all lives matter. I think we dilute the Absolutely. issue when we say all problems are present. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I've heard people say, and I, I get them every single time, oh, well, what about black on black crime? Guess what? That's wrong too, fool. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. I, I just, I'm right. not saying that that's right. I'm not right. What is wrong with it? You know, they kill me, kill me with that. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm not saying this officer is wrong because he's white. I'm saying this officer is wrong because he needlessly took this man's life. That's exactly. what I'm saying he's wrong. And exactly. I'm saying it's wrong because there is a there is a system in place that supports the officer in doing that him and his actions. That's I, what I'm saying is wrong, okay? I don't so be very clear. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't. And this is what I mean by distractors and protractors of the movement of a legitimate, righteous movement. You know, when you say that, yeah, that addresses a human issue. Absolutely. Murder is wrong. It is wrong. You know what I'm saying? And to have murdered a human being like that senselessly and so brutally was wrong. So we agree with that. What we're saying as black people, though, is like what you said. There's a system in place that is targeted. There's a system in place that says the handling of black people is okay this way and the handling of white people is okay that way. We're talking about the system that targets specifically black people. I agree with you 100%. We allow people to dilute it and to take away from it. Yeah. Yeah, So so we, 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 we have analyzed. The problem, and I think that you know a lot of it. There again, let me listen. Let me send out the, the call. You're listening to the People's Black Panther Party for Self Determination with your Chairman Yang and Kuma, our National Director of Operation Seven. We're talking about do we still control the movement, and you know, and just some of the problems of it. What I want to talk to you about, though, Seven, us being Black nationalists, and I know you being a staunch Black nationalist. And by the way, welcome to the above ground, soldier. How's it feel to get some uh, sunshine? <laughs> you know. <laughs> it is a dungeon so long. I know this is killing you. I know you like that's all I'm talking about. Why are we still talking about it? You know, but uh yeah. This you know, is how people gonna be putting your business out there in the street, okay? Okay. This is one of my first battles above ground, okay? Right, right. Um the light is blinding, all right. Came right. up from underground. Um and and uh I now have microphones shoved in my face. Yeah. And where before, yeah. when you're underground, you can say what you want to say and not right. care. Um, right. You can do right. what you want to do, okay? Right. You can act right. as a single cell and nobody is, is right. you know, you're not responsible right. for anything. Right. You want the whole movement, changed. the whole, right, absolutely. The yeah. whole movement isn't pinned on you. Somebody said you're doing something like that. I told you that black power stuff. 
you know, they, they like right. Child. Look at yeah, child. yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome. Different. The okay. above it, it the light, it is called above ground for a reason. Yeah, yeah. bright light, <laughs> you know, bright, bright light, bright light. Bright light. Uh, <laughs> it was so funny, B. But um, the show we did last week, if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, you can go to the People's Black Panther Party Facebook page, and all the shows are listed there. But uh, Brother E, we were he was talking. He was like, "Hey, I don't care. You could burn the whole thing down. You know, pa 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 pa." And I'm feeling his pain, okay, because mm-hmm. that's what it is. I'm feeling mm-hmm. his frustration. I'm feeling his his like, yo, another black another black man down, another one. Yeah. You know, every week we got them dropping, and I'm and it hurts. Yeah, you never great. know when it's your time, and, right. and and I understand that. But if it all burns, then what do we have? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I know me, you, you've done a, a program with Brother Shaka. Mm-hmm. Me, we've spoken. We don't have any black hospitals. Mm-hmm. We don't have um, a true military force in place right now to mm-hmm. replace slash stand in for this current military force. Um, we don't have the infrastructure set up just now to sit up and allow it to burn down. Allowing the system to burn down right now would be to our own detriment first, okay? And so it's like we have to go further than that. But it's difficult. I understand. Like I said, the light is bright. I I don't want to be on the record. I don't want to have to say, you know, I don't want to have to look at these protesters. All of these protesters are young all these protesters, I've seen young people, and I've seen a lot of women. And um, these women, I know, go home to babies. These young people, I know, are just babies. I'm not okay with playing them like a pawn in this game and taking their life so so loosely. If I were okay mm. with black lives being lost, I wouldn't be fighting about George Floyd. You know what I'm mm. saying? So it's like we can't sit here and say that George Floyd's life matters, but these young people out in these streets' lives don't matter. We can't say mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so it's kind of like, you know, how do we begin to have peace under a, a violent situation, mm-hmm. you know? And how do we not go into the guerrilla tactics of let it all burn uh, and knowing that, we're burning our own houses, our own stores, our own everything. And so right. it's kind of like, you know, where is that leadership that says to the angry mob, because people are angry, and I'm still mm-hmm. angry, what do we say to people where they are at this angry point? How do we move from angry? And I just want to say real quick, um, me and the chairman have this conversation all day, every day. This mm-hmm. is an t- opportunity for you to jump in and to have your piece. Absolutely, said, okay? absolutely. Because I, we, <laughs> we, we, we go back and forth, and that's right. We do this where we get, yeah, so definitely call in, push one, you'll be recognized. Push We're def- one, we love yeah. Your, your, yeah, we, we love your, your input. I say we don't stop them from being angry. Shit, what's the problem with anger? Don't stop them. No, we should be angry. I think that's the, Right. I think that the uh, revolutionaries have to... That anger, it needs to burn itself out. The anger is going to do itself. We have to prepare for it in the meantime, in between time. Absolutely. We're tearing up 
a lot of times the stores that are directly in our neighborhood that we benefit yes. from directly, rather, what I meant to say. So yes. what does a revolutionary do? I'm not going to – I hope the people who out and don't try to burn the store, you know, um, I don't know if I will put myself in harm's way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That way, what I would do is advise revolutionary to begin to prepare food pantries, to begin to prepare for the rebuild. We can't get mm-hmm. caught in the emotional tide of the people. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And sometimes every moment isn't a teaching moment. When people are in their rage, when they're frustrated, when they're expressing their disgust with the system, sometimes that's not a teaching moment. Rationale may not prevail. They ain't trying to hear none of that. Man, but you know what? I'm sick of white folks or whatever. They're not trying to hear any of that. We have to prepare mm-hmm. for the ramifications. That's what it's all about. The revolutionary is too many times I think revolutionary try to be in step with the people instead of one step ahead of the people. You know what I'm saying? The people are going to be the people. So what are the ramifications? We know they're doing this. So now we see that the protests are being hijacked. Are we putting people in place to redirect it, to say, hey, let's not lose focus on what it's all about? You know what I'm saying? The targeting, the specific targeting of black people. Are we um, prepared for the cities that are hard hit? You know what I'm saying? That have hit there in that emotional outburst have tore up their neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying, not yeah. thinking. They've done it now. Yeah. You know, I hear a lot yeah. of people say, see what I'm saying, they return up there, okay, it's done now. We have to uh-huh. be progressive, you know. So I asked the rebel, and when I hear this from revolutionaries, I'm like, okay, shit, it's done. Shoot, it's done now. It's time uh-huh. to be progressive. And so what do we do? That's the thing. And, and Carlos, I'd like to hear some solutions. And if you want to mm-hmm. add some more problems, or if you just want to vent about people tearing up their stuff, <laughs> if you disagree with anything, I'm saying, man, all that anger stuff, they need to stop tearing up their own stuff. Listen, this is, you know how we get out here. This is all about mm-hmm. the people and the people expressing uh, their opinions. It's not a right or wrong, it's opinion. I mm-hmm. celebrate the differences and welcome people's opinions because only through that will we come up with solutions that everybody can at least see themselves in. Even if we don't agree with it, we can see ourselves in it and say, hey, you know what, maybe if I tweak it a little bit this way or that way, and I can work with that aspect. I love politics, tweaking it, and another person loves health, and we need we have spirituality, and we have our defense. Before I forget, though, let me say this, and I'm not in the bash of black people, so this is not a, a bash as our so-called black defense mechanism, but it is a real wake-up call. Yo, I didn't see Just bottom line, I didn't see and it wasn't so much about seeing you combating anyone. It was about, at the very least, doing what you say you do, and that is defending. I saw a lot of protesters brutalized. Yeah. Police still shouldn't have been being charged at a protest about police brutality. Where was Now, let a Negro get uh, brutalized about jaywalking. We'll show up with our guns. Where if, 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 you know, if it isn't major. So I'm questioning that. This isn't a badge. It's just really please. Satisfy my curiosity. I see the pictures and I see all the other things for less uh, offenses to black people. I see we show up, you know, and show out. And But when the masses are needed, when it's a standoff attention, when the potential of a real uprising, when the spark of revolution or the smell of revolution is there, at the very least the talk of revolution is in the air, more than ever, do we need our defense forces not only to protect the masses, but to also serve as a beacon 
shit. You're doing it every well, other time. Well, you know, one thing, one thing that I didn't see, you're talking about what we didn't see, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I didn't see this time around um, that I saw clearly with the Zimmerman situation and with other situations, I did not hear any end game agenda. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of I'm tired. I heard a lot of this has got to stop. I heard mm-hmm. a lot. I heard a lot of the complaints about it, but I didn't hear next steps. So you're saying this revolutionary energy? I didn't feel no revolution. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't. There that wasn't there. What I saw, what I felt, what I heard was. Um, all very emotional, reactionary information. Absolutely. Nothing progressive, you know. And because mm-hmm. of that, I think it's going to be hard to say, you know, when the protests are over because it's like we don't know what is going to make it over. We're not, we don't know what's going to make it stop. We don't know when we have officially, okay, we're good with the um, police brutality. When do we get into um fair health care when do we get into proper education when do we get into you see what i'm saying so yeah. it's like without an without an end game without an agenda then we just go on and on and that on and on doesn't have uh, a a guide it doesn't there's well, no one that's doing anything progressive what i've seen you know i've seen reactions but not progressive here's where i think that we really failed to seize the time, you know, uh, is no other time would you have had a mass gathering and such a captive audience. Something as simple as a flyer during that time goes a long way. Nothing with a lot of words, some pictures and things, and you begin to, uh, then the people who have particular issues or interests in aspects of the movement can look you up outside of the protest. See, the revolutionaries, we should, we should, because it's not over, really seize this opportunity as an introduction to black awareness, black consciousness, and our place in American society. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of young people, what you, I like what you said about the reactionary fever that, that spread. What's, one, what it showed me, too, was a, divi- uh, a division in our talking to the youth. You know what I'm saying? Because this one was, you know, a lot of youth were there. I saw a lot of youth. But we had seen this with Rodney King. Our predecessors, our Mm -hmm. fathers and mothers, had seen it with the Watts riot and the uh, uh, Mm -hmm. uprising in New Jersey and uprising in Cleveland, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Right. See what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. we've experienced it, went through it, felt all the very raw and real emotions that we did this time. We're just a little more seasoned. uh, You know, we're not as as, as as tender, you know, we're not new meat, so we're a little more seasoned. Uh-huh. But it shows that somewhere we didn't uh, really learn from that. We didn't advance because we see the same thing happening, a bunch of reactions, you know. Yeah, and you know, we and go ahead. I, I want to be sensitive. I want to be sensitive because guess what? We had lives lost in the middle of the protest. We had lives lost uh. in the middle of riots or whatever. I want to be sensitive. Because I don't want it to seem as if I'm not giving um, credit, thought, opinions, whatever, to how serious this was and is. You know what I'm saying? And I think we are making headway in, when it comes to certain things. You know, 
I think there are a lot more um I think a lot of our uh of the white people have learned how serious and how rampant this is in our community, uh, which hopefully can help to create change and everything else like that. So there's tons of things that I think were accomplished, but what I'm talking about is kind of what wasn't accomplished. And unfortunately, there were quite a few things that were not accomplished, and we did not have an agenda going in, so we, we didn't develop an agenda when we were there. And so things are just rolling, and we're not getting anywhere. Um, we're not getting, we're not accomplishing the goals of, of revolutionary goals. We may be accomplishing um, some political agendas. You know, there may be some other agendas that are getting taken care of. But as far as making changes and having these young people heard, I don't know if we achieve that goal. Well, I, I don't think it'll be an overnight thing. I think it's an opportunity to open a discussion with young people. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want? What do you want mm-hmm. to see come from this? What do you expect after, uh, you know, after it? What do you plan to do after? What do you personally plan to do after the protest? How are you going to participate? Right. So provide, now it's time for those organizations to provide that for those young people. And don't, you know, and try best not to make it so stunned, stiffy old history class. You know, really right. instructional um, very participatory, fun, educating as well as entertaining. You know all the things that life consists of to make them want to adapt black nationalism and the ways of black nationalism as a part of their life and just not a hobby. You know, so I think that this provides the perfect opportunity to begin that discussion. You know what I'm saying? To begin to say, hey, what and what would you like to and let them really play a part in us, those of us that are, and I'm talking to you brothers and sisters that sit in organizations and hold, you know, hold a position in organizations to really begin to not only take one in as a mentor, but really allow them to hold a position, allow them to have a little, you know, a little responsibility, get that fresh blood, that fresh view, you know, and make sure, and to hold that position so that when they sit on, I can't wait till we do ours on our committee as a youth minister or whatever position mm-hmm. so that when they sit on those committees and hold that rank and not just a mentor mentee thing, they really get the respect that goes that right. Hold on, officer speaking. You know, the young right. thing goes out the window. Yes, it's a young officer, but officer speaking. So they still have the sway and the respect and the dignity that comes with that position. So starting to put young people in, that's the other thing. Too many times we want mentees. We want to be the mentors. Right. All the time, you know, when you're ready, when you're ready, young man. Listen, for me, young people, if you don't want that, and I'm not trying to just, I usually don't throw my party out there like that, but come to my party. I was a young man that grew up like that. I'm 47 years old. Ask my father. I'm still not ready. You'll be a young man. So I am not, (laughs) you know, I'm not one of those people. Please come if you want to participate. And I do believe in OJT. That's that on-the-job training. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's well, you know, you know, pl- plugging the formation. I think is an awesome formation as well, um, because of the diversity of the di- different people that come. Essential mm-hmm. so different. The people we pull are so different. You know, mm-hmm. and and so this is a way to do something um, progressive, uh, revolutionary, and still 
uh, call yourself in the mix, you know. Right. There's so many people that want to do something, but they're not sure what that something is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it is time for leaders to step up and say, okay, this is what we're doing, and this is what we're, this is the goal of this, you know. I, I was kind of disappointed at the lack of the goal, you know. I was yeah. not, not Al Sharpton, not Jesse mm-hmm. Jackson, but I was looking for someone to step up and say, hey, this, all this fussing and fighting, this is what we want, you know, and that never happened. You Somebody, know? So I don't that, feel satisfied. Yeah, that would be a bold move. You know, somebody speaking up, and, and, and that would be audacious to, you know, speak, stand up and say, okay, this is what we as black people want. I think this is what yeah. the fight is about right now, though. Everybody's trying to fight to say this is the goal, this is the objective. Even uh, the homosexual yeah. brother you were talking about, gay rights yeah. matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to us as revolutionaries, or even if you don't subscribe to the revolutionary ideology, the black nationalists. I even talk to the revolutionary. I'm talking to black nationalists now. That's you every day practically. Let me talk to the black nationalists. That's you practical. Let me break down the difference. The revolutionary, you know what a revolutionary is. I don't have to go through the long drawn out speech. Enough of you have studied enough, read enough, heard enough, even watched enough movies to know what a revolutionary is. The black nationalist is the black person who lives in America and wants, like point number one says about 10 point platform and program, freedom. You say, what is freedom, Brother Yanger? We're saying that freedom is to be free from the intentional and deliberate obstruction and hindrance of natural evolution. We know that we are being taught. I'm not talking about your black nationals. I'm not talking about your religion, your sexual preference, your cultural practices, your dietary habits, none of that. It's if you, <laughs> if you are black in America and know the fear of whoop in your rear view. Your heart does that extra to to oh damn, is the first word out of your mouth, even though everything is legit. You know what I'm talking about. Just anything, any type of treatment they're going through for being black, and you know what I'm talking about. That's black nationalism. Addressing that issue. Bettering our condition. It's not about liking anyone, it's about putting us as a people in a better condition or a better position that we don't have to suffer at the whims of other people. And what you saw George Floyd suffer at was at the whim yeah. of another person. He just decided yeah. today he's going to kill him someone. Yeah. You know, that he's going to kill that yeah. man. That's simple. And, yeah. and, and so me as a black nationalist, and I'm going to be brief, that's what my goal is. It's twofold. It's first to draw awareness, awareness, to the issue of us being targeted and how, like they say, black lives matter, but how apparently to some people it doesn't matter, how just really uh, we can be murdered that simply and easily. With he, It's like he didn't even give a damn with no thought of repercussion. So we're saying that temporary issue, because I am a separatist. I do believe in a separate black place for a black face. Uh, but in the meantime, in between time, while I'm under this system, I'm saying that we want the punishment to fit the crime. Black nationalists, we must be clear. We're saying in the meantime, in between time, because there's different black nationalists. I'm a revolutionary separatist black nationalist. You, someone may be a capitalist black nationalist. They may, hey, I don't have a problem with the system. If they stop killing us, I'll be good with it. Okay, well, let's meet there then right now. I'm not going to argue with you about anything else. Let's get them to stop killing us. 
You know what I'm saying? Why argue about capitalism right now? We'll discuss that when they stop killing us. If you fight in that fight, I'm fighting that fight, brother. So you may be that black nationalist. We do have capitalist black nationalists. So if if what I am, if, you know, so what I'm saying is this. If uh, until then, our goal should be clear. If we're saying until we each get our own personal desired results, I think we all can agree that the punishment must mer- merit the the crime, that it must be a deterrent. It has to be. So I don't care if you line them up in a room with six Mandingo. You know what I'm saying? Let them have 20 minutes with it. I don't care what to feed them the alligators. I could care less. But what I'm saying, it has to be severe enough to deter, deter this type of behavior. That's my short term until we get mm-hmm. to long term. What my long term, and then my conclusion to that, is that we personally at the People's Party will use this as an opportunity to uh, build our party to provide for these young people who are just being introduced into black nationalism. It's a crazy way, but to the awareness that, the, hey, there is a problem with me being black in America. They really have a problem with that. That ain't just some Dr. King stuff. It's real. Right. Those young people who are just really seeing that, here, you know, our goal for us personally as a party is to provide a home to incubate that and nurture that. So it doesn't, they don't get with a party, and it becomes blind rage, and we read about them on the 6 o'clock news in the middle of Expressway to win machine gun. Or yeah. so docile yeah. that they're in the NAACP licking envelopes and putting, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, support, support, <laughs> support your local NAACP. Uh, we want to be that effective, uh, you know, really realistic, applicable black nationalist party. You were saying that, sister. I went on. You were saying. Absolutely. Uh, I was saying before you made the NAACP comment, before that comment, I was saying that um, I spent a lot of time speaking to young people in particular about this current energy and trying to get them to move beyond the mad because the mad was present and the mad was obvious and the mad was evident and justified and all those good things. But the problem is that there is a beyond the mad. It happens after the mad, you know, and that's where I was trying to get this, this small group of um, young people to get to. And because they're young people, all my millennials, you know, not quite 30, um, 20 at not quite 30, it was so difficult because they, they don't understand, you know. And so it was very hard um, to, to go any further, you know. It was hard for them to see, hey, look, there's a beyond right now. You know, when you've only lived for so long, they didn't see that. They don't care about that, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So they do want something to do. What the chairman's saying is that there are better things to do other than Sarah, you know. Right, absolutely, absolutely. It has to be, the, I mean, it has to be, they, have, they are young people, and they're full of energy. Correct. Take our experience, take our wisdom, and not control them, but just provide them a place to express themselves and help them to use your moderator. Help them to Correct. say, I, 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 yo, yo, hot. Yeah. 
hot. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> yeah, too far. Too much. Turn down the picture of the AK. Yeah, you know, right. You know, turn it down a notch. Absolutely. Because it's take it down because we're getting you to think not in the moment. Man, are you scared? Is it? We're getting you to think not in the moment, but for the future. We have plans for you. You know, we have plans for you. They got plans for you too. That's the absolutely, problem. absolutely. We all got absolutely. plans for you. Everybody got a plan. For the other plans, those are short-term plans. Yes. Okay? They yes. they want to give you a number and lock you up on yeah. a good day, and the other day they'll just extinguish you. Okay. Yeah. So their yeah. problem is that they have plans for our young people too. So absolutely. we have got to give them the plans first, but they have got to see us, and they've got to feel us, and they have to feel heard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes yep. we don't give them that space to be heard. Um, and we need to give them more than just a motto. Black Lives Matter is real, okay? It's a deep statement. Um, it has so many different possibilities and everything. But it also falls short of so much, you know what I'm saying? It leaves it open to be interpreted. But like I said, there's not someone out there interpreting it. Right. The, 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 I had an opportunity to meet a uh, Black Lives Matter organizer, very interesting, mm-hmm. 19 years old, a young lady. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, her into, and I was impressed by her intelligence. But, you know, I also saw that this was, though she was passionate, it just, I felt it was a resume. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It was like. Regurgitated. Right, it was regurgitated. It was something she was doing because that was the thing. Like, I can put this on my college resume. I was a Black Lives Lives Matter organizer type of thing. It really Uh didn't have the, you know, she didn't have that energy of like, you know how us, us, Uh you know, revolutionary nines are bouncing off the wall. Like, yo, they really contained me type thing. She was Uh very docile, very just subdued. Uh, And the organized, the organized, the event, I don't even want to call it a protest. It was more like an event. Yeah. They were yeah. they were selling things, they were vending. Yeah. Uh you know what I'm saying? They had yeah, you know, uh hot dog pizza. This this protest has been all over the place. There yeah. there have been places and spaces where there's, you know, nothing. And then there's been times and places where there's been a lot of support food, everything. So cleanup crews, the whole nine. And so this particular protest has really been all over the place. But this is why I'm like, we need to start having protests run by organizations, not by just a random group of people standing around. You know, this is where we can have responsibility. This is where we can sit back and say, okay, this is security. This is what's supposed to be happening and everything else like that. But you know, I don't you know, that's more, I think that's that's more of a demonstration there. If you get it that organized, it's more of a demonstration because you're you putting it on. Right. I think we need more of that because there is an undercurrent called rioters that yeah. are taking advantage of protest. Yes. And because yes. they're taking advantage of the protest, we have a responsibility to move away from the protest and to move towards demonstrations. And that's what they're called. That's what they need to be. Yes. Because we're, because the way we're doing it now, 
this negative undercurrent, and I don't care if they're black or white, is still being done at the same time and it's being mixed in with the protest and it's well, leaving a bad thing. I, you know, I, I, that's what I say. I don't know if you can ever really control a protest, but you can damn sure influence it. You know, and that's what we see happening now. And like you said, with these people easing in and this riotous uh, vibration and energy that they're putting out because they're influencing the protest. Mm-hmm. Our lack mm-hmm. of influence on it. You know, I think if, you know, first I'd like to say, and then my mouth is always close to my ears, had we been doing our work, I think that we would have seen, I would have liked to have seen a little more consciousness in the protesters, you know, but that's just lack of us doing our work in down times, you know, in the times of not, you know, in the times of so-called rest, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but not just that we weren't there to influence it enough that people would get behind us. You know what I'm saying? That when we shifted, when we went down the street, people would turn with us. People would, you know, we put it. No, no, hold on. We ain't gonna throw nothing here. We going here. Yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna throw nothing here. We weren't there to either. We weren't there, or we was just as caught up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We didn't. We we don't have because I never think you're really gonna when something happens spontaneous, when a riot or a protest jumps off there on the spot, then it ain't gonna really be no controller. But you can mm-hmm. influence. You can really influence. You can have goals. Mm-hmm. You can have, you know, you can lead the march to certain sections and out of the neighborhood and past certain, you know, buildings or whatever. You know, you can have uh-huh. influence. Well, Chairman, as we're getting close to yes. the last 10 minutes. Oh, time flies when you have it, but I can't believe y'all out there didn't want to jump into this. Boy, y'all just You got a little static on you. Oh, Okay. But, yeah, as we're doing the last nine minutes, I can't believe it either. Um, you got nine minutes if you did want to press one and, and give a two-minute shout-out or, or something like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we had the opportunity to speak because I have seen um, a number of additional agendas coming forward, and I'm sitting here like, wait a minute, when did we move from police brutality over to, you know, these other agendas. And so I would definitely, you know, if I could leave the people with my last two words or whatever, I would say don't allow the issue to be diluted. I don't Mm -hmm. let the issue be diluted. Um, I have heard everything from the man was a stripper. I've heard that the man um, had a white fiancé. I'm like, none of that matters to how he died. Mm -hmm. And so... Don't allow them to dilute the issue. Don't allow them to make him a victim, a bigger victim. Just, you know, we have to stay diligent in what the the real problem is and then find that solution. Right. We have have a person that would like to speak. I believe this is the chief of staff. Um, We got a second, okay? Okay. All right, greetings. Welcome to the show. Y'all can hear me? I just yeah, want to say real quick, to the um, I just want to make sure people do understand that the younger organizers that are doing the protest, I want to make sure they get the fact that we have to recognize that we are being attacked. We have to recognize that this is not something yes. new. 
a lot of the conversations that we've been talking about here today is a reflection of the fact that we are still targeted. We are still looked at as less than human beings. So when you're out there organizing, I don't care what color you are, what race you are, what creed, whatever, the bottom line is the system will continue to be the way it is until we make a change. The change we must make is that there's more people needed in the movement. The only way we can outpace the pace yeah. of oppression is get more people active. So like when the chairman was saying, uh, beyond the protest, the ideal is that the people that are protesting start sinking yourself into organizations that are doing the long-term work. People's Black Panther Party is one of those. RJC, I said earlier, yeah. Racial Justice Coalition in San Diego is another one. The point is we have to diligently work on these issues, work on these problems, work on these conditions for the long haul. I applaud the people that are out there doing the protest for the right reason, and that's to bring light on police brutality, to bring light on racism, and to bring light on oppression. And I agree and I hope that all races start holding themselves accountable for any role that they have played in the past and continue to play in terms of privilege to prevent and put an end to this mess so that we can all move forward. That's all I got to say. Awesome. Thank awesome. you, Sal. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. If you didn't know, now you know, okay? Mm-hmm. Staying mm-hmm. focused. I got one more caller that would like to speak for a moment. Is that absolutely. okay? And then yeah, we'll absolutely. Then we'll wind down. Okay. okay. Greetings. Welcome to the welcome to the show. Hey, sis. How you doing? Greetings, sir. I'm well, and yourself? It's, uh, brother. I'm sorry? This, this is Brother E? Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? I got you. Glad, oh, okay. glad that you okay. came back into the program. There you go. <laughs> yeah, um, so really, I'm going to keep it real, real brief because I know about the time and all. Um, but kind of building on some of what War said, um, the reality of it is most of us, Particularly, and uh, I, I tend to try to direct my comments toward those of us within the, the so-called movement. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, the issue that we have is that we the, the issue is that we don't know what the issue is. This whole thing with the with the brother dying, the sister dying, police brutality in my mind is not the issue. You know, school systems mm-hmm. are not the issue. Um, voting is not the issue. Um, we got the vote. We're still oppressed. Okay, so that wasn't the issue. If we got rid of all police tomorrow, we would still be uh, oppressed because they're not the issue. The police, just like any other piece of the military, only operates as a veil between the haves and have-nots. So the issue is on the other side of that veil until we get to a point where we begin to understand what the actual issue is, what it is we're swinging at, what it is we need to take aim at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to continue to run circles and operate off from an emotional perspective. Our generation failed the next generation in that we operated far too much based off of our, our, our emotions as opposed to a logical uh, process or a logical approach. Um, for instance, in Minneapolis mm-hmm. now, they're talking about defunding the police. Which, yeah, and, and I mean, when I say they, I'm saying the city council, the president of the city council and uh, like nine other members um, have decided, okay, 
we're going to defund the police. And in the fine print, we're going to re- they say we're going to replace it with a more, uh, what is it, a, a community-based safety department. I hear a, depart- a police department with a different name. If <laughs> we understood the mm-hmm. issue, we wouldn't need to add the city council or anybody else to defund the police department. We would defund the police department our own selves. We would stop shopping for the latest Jordans because your money is going towards funding the police department. We would stop getting the newest TV because your money is going towards funding the police department, in part. All right, so Brother we don't e, understand I... the issue. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sis. Tell, tell me what you think the issue is because you took out my big hot, my big hot spot. Education is my big thing. And um, the justice system is my big thing. So you just took my stuff and said that that's not the issue. Tell me what the issue is. Well, if we there's a, there's this white woman, and and this has been said by you know Francis Presswelsing and and Neely Fuller and many others years and years ago. But this one I like to use because it's a white woman, it's a little white woman. Um, I forget her name. I meant to remember her name, um, but. She has she lays out she's some type of psychologist and she lays out how white people are uh, 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 racist. Period. All white people, mm-hmm. and that we are operating within a system. That system is white supremacy. It is the global operating system for the entire world. And until we understand and accept, mm-hmm. no matter my mother is white, but she is a racist because the system of racism. The only racism-ism denotes a system, a system based on race. The only functioning system based on race in the known universe is white supremacy. And because of that, she's a player in this system on that side of it. We're not white, so we're subjected to the system of white supremacy. So we can't be racist because we can't practice racism. We can't practice a system of black supremacy. There is no such thing. So until we understand and accept and realize that the system's not broken, it's doing what it's supposed to do. No, I so don't think the system's great broken. Black women. So what do you, I'm I'm so I'm I'm, I'm going to jump in for a minute. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> oh, I'm going to jump in for a minute. Yeah, 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 for a brief minute. Because right, and which is which is the brother has some very good points. I was listening. I, I hope he comes back. Awesome. I disagree. I disagree with some, a few things, more than a few mm-hmm. things. Uh, you know, um, and and I'm not going to go into everything now. I think, though, some of it you underestimate some of our people's analysis or analysis of the problem. I, I think we know it's a white supremacist system. The system is broken. The system has been broken. The system was designed on racism, the oppression, the genocide, the exploitation, the suppression of people, not just African enslavement of African people, but the natives uh, who were in this land before the Europeans showed up. So the whole system is corrupt. That's one of the first things. But we're in it. You know, however, I don't like to use the word but, however, we're in it. So in the meantime, in between time, before we can have a complete and total revolution, which is we need a complete change of system that takes us into consideration, um, how do we exist and survive and thrive? In the current broken system, we have to address education. Mm. To say that's not an issue is I, I, I would disagree. Health, 
you know, our diet, mm-hmm. our social and cultural practice, all of these things because, yes, white supremacy existed and exists. Yes, we were enslaved as Africans. Yes, we're brought over here. And I'm not downplaying any of that, but we've been here long enough to have adapted that into some form, whether right or wrong, into some form of cultural understanding, motivation, and inspiration to get our thing together. You know what I'm saying? Every other people have done the, the Jamaicans didn't just sprout up in Jamaica. They were enslaved Africans. My Afro-Puerto Ricans were enslaved Africans, Afro-Cubans. So those people have adapted. They come to some grips and terms with the terrible trauma that they were faced with. And the adaptability, the species, um, that beautiful thing that, and I'm, 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 listen, I'm a creationist. I believe in God. That beautiful thing that God gave us, that adaptability to be able to evolve, kicked in, and they became what they are. We need to eventually do that, and this is what I think that this is saying. This is saying, like Chief War said, our life has meaning, and not only does it have meaning, we know it has meaning. We're telling you we want a punishment that fits the crime. We are taught it. You encourage this behavior system because you don't act as a deterrent. And we're telling you, you don't want us to do whatever. We've been foolish not to have done what every creature does, and that's preserve itself. We've been foolish. So we're telling you, you better begin to act in your corrupt system as some type of deterrent to this behavior we're receiving as black people or we're going to be left with no option. But... right to uh, uh, act, to do acts that would deter you from killing us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and that, I, I think that is the next conversation. Yeah. That's the next conversation. How do we begin to put in place what they won't? How do we yes. begin to put it in place? You know? And so I think that's the next question. And often we don't get to the next question because we're caught up in emotions. And so, and, and the emotions are real, but we still have to get to that next step. So, mm-hmm. um, Chairman, if you want to take us out, um, but I do, and I want to bring conversation. Absolutely, and I want to thank the brother for calling in. Hey, listen, brother, too. I don't know if you've ever listened to me before. I'm a passionate brother, so I I will yell. I will be yelling at you. I was yelling with you, you know. So, and anybody that knows the chairman knows me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, good, good, good. So, all right, well, listen, I appreciate everyone for taking their time, for inviting me into your home and into your eardrums. Check us out next Sunday. I believe it is Chief War that mm-hmm. they wanted to show. Check him out. It's going to be uh, insightful, enlightening. Educate, definitely is going to be educating. Thank you again for sharing, staying with us. I leave you as I greet you. That's all powers to oppress people. African power to an African people and black power. Black power.